You are listening to Natural Born Alchemist. Welcome to episode number 122 of the Natural Born Alchemist podcast. My name is Alex and I'll be your host. This episode is dedicated to one of the greatest tragedies of human history, but also to one of its greatest achievements, the Library of Alexandria. But before we get into that... I want to play a little snippet from Duncan Trussell's Family Hour podcast regarding what happened at the Academy Awards earlier this year. And if you don't know about it, what happened was when they were handing out Best Picture of the Year, they gave it to the wrong film. And it was quite an embarrassing moment. And uh, Duncan Trussell in his podcast, uh, commented on this in, uh, I think, a quite funny way. So let's check that out, and after, we'll get right back into the Library of Alexandria. And the Academy Award... <laughs> ...for Best Picture. You're awesome. <laughs> Come on. La La Land. I'm sorry. No. There's a mistake. Moonlight, you guys won Best Picture. Moonlight won. This is not a joke. This is not a joke. I'm afraid they read the wrong thing. This is not a joke. Moonlight has won Best Picture. Moonlight, Best Picture. This is not the way things are supposed to happen. There's never a time when a 42-year-old microdose in acid should start rapping. But I'm panicking because it feels like someone from the academy got distracted at their cabin at the Bohemian Grove. Found a treasure trove of butt plugs made out of baby skulls and wrote in the wrong envelope. I don't want to live in this simulation. Don't want to live in this nation. Don't want to live in a place where Warren Beatty gives bad award information. Don't want to be negative, but sometimes it feels like the ray of creation broke a spoke. This has got to be a joke. This is not... This is not... This is not... Not not a joke. This is not... This is not, this is not, not, not a joke. I'm going to find you all individually, and I'm going to you. Warren Beatty, how could you betray me when you read the wrong movie, man, you fucking belayed me. Rip my heart out, you broke it into pieces, made me question reality, made me pray to my Jesus. And Jesus didn't say nothing, because Jesus croaked, oh God, someone help us. This has got to be a joke. This is not, this is not, this is not, not, not a joke. This is not, this is not, this is not, not, not a joke. I'm gonna spew, 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 this is not, this is not, this is not, not, not a joke. Sheriff, this is not, this is not, 
This is not, not, not a joke. Brian Crossley, thank you for making me laugh. <laughs> Ceremonies. This episode is dedicated to one of the greatest tragedies of human history, but also to one of its greatest achievements, the Library of Alexandria. For those unfamiliar with this library, it was one of the largest and most significant libraries of the ancient world. It was built about 300 years before Christ and finally met its end in a huge fire only 30 years or so before that day in Bethlehem when baby Jesus was squeezed out of Mary's vagina. Well, it was. Hail Mary. The library was part of a larger research where many of the most famous thinkers of the ancient world studied. Ptolemy I, he created the library, and he was a Macedonian general and a successor of Alexander the Great. And that's why it's called the Library of Alexandria. Uh, and Alexander the Great, uh, he also, of course, founded the city Alexandria. Most of the books were kept as papyrus scrolls, and it's unknown precisely how many such scrolls were housed at any given time, but estimates range from around 50,000 scrolls to half a million. Arguably, this library is most famous for having been burned down, resulting in the loss of many scrolls and books. Its destruction has become a symbol for the loss of cultural knowledge. Well, there you have a short Wikipedia-influenced rundown of the Library of Alexandria, also known as the Royal Library of Alexandria. But I have a few more things to say about it. In this episode, I will be using some short audio snippets from a public domain documentary I found in the Internet Archive at archive.org called The Library of Alexandria. So before anything, what do we really know about the library? Not much, according to Dr. Bob Breer from Long Island University. The amazing thing about the library at Alexandria is that it was the most important place of learning in the ancient world. And we don't know where it was or where it is now. We don't know what it looked like. We don't know the details of what books did it have? We don't know everybody who was there. There's more that we don't know than we do know. Yet it was the most important event, perhaps, in the intellectual history of man. One of the great mysteries of the Library of Alexandria is where was it? Uh, nobody's sure where it was. Uh, we think it was by the water, uh, and that's a good bet for where it is now, under the water. 
We also don't know what it looked like. There are no contemporary accounts that really give a description of what the library was like. So we really wonder, what did the thing look like? Did it have two stories? Did it have three stories? Was it dark? Was it well lit? Uh, there are a lot of things we don't know about the library. According to Professor of Classical Civilization Mustafa El Abadi of the University of Alexandria, there was a law regarding books in the days of the library. We are told also that there was a law that any traveler who set sail into into the harbor of Alexandria was searched for books. Not for drugs, but for books. And if a book was found, it was taken to the library. If there was no copy of it, it was confiscated and the traveler was compensated. So they did wonderful things in order to uh, acquire books. But the normal method of acquiring books was, of course, by purchasing them. And uh, there were marts and markets for books. So in this way, Alexandria acquired the largest collection of books ever existed in antiquity. When researching this episode of the podcast, I stumbled upon a little poem by German poet and playwright Bertolt Brecht that I would like to share with you all from a translation by Michael R. Birch. The poem is called The Burning of the Books. When the regime commanded the unlawful books to be burned, teams of dull oxen hauled huge cartloads to the bonfires. Then a banished writer, one of the best, scanning the list of excommunicated texts, became enraged. He'd been excluded. He rushed to his desk, full of contemptuous wrath, to write a fierce letter to the morons in power. Burn me, he wrote with his blazing pen. Haven't I always reported the truth? Now here you are, treating me like a liar. Burn me. I like that poem. The Library of Alexandria was not the only library in its day. And like today, it didn't have exclusive rights to all the books published. So of course, a lot of texts have survived due to the fact that duplicate copies existed in other libraries of the world. But there is little doubt that a lot of books were lost. But what books? We can only speculate. There is a legend that says that Alexander the Great actually got his hands on the Emerald Tablet, the sacred texts of the alchemists that uh, contained the phrase, as above, so below. And it was engraved on an Emerald Tablet. And uh, the legend goes that it was on display in the library of Alexandria. But if if it was in that library and the library burned down, it could have survived because it wasn't made of paper. But as I I said, we can only speculate what books were lost. And there's not much to say more about the library of Alexandria. I just think it's fascinating and sad. And uh, also... The burning of books, whether intentional or not, has always been a trait of the human race. Uh, Dictators and fascist governments have always tried to get rid 
of uh, dangerous books. Because books are dangerous. But the burning of the Library of Alexandria is metaphorically also a current event regarding all this fake news propaganda that is going around. So sure, books ain't being burned, but information and truth is struggling to reach the surface these days. We have, as we've had for a long time now, corrupt official institutions of the news, such as CNN, Fox News, BBC and others. And they are all completely biased. And then we have clickbait news that are basically just headlines on the internet that people believe without ever doing any fact-checking. And then there is the real news that is deemed fake by the powers in charge. Basically, it's one big fucking train wreck. And uh, if you've been uh, fairly conscious on the internet and aware, you might have come across this fake news train wreck that's been going on for the last few months. And... uh, Instead of me saying something interesting about it, I thought I was going to play a short sample uh, from the comedian Bill Burr's Monday morning podcast that you can find at BillBurr.com because he has something interesting to say, I think. So, uh, I guess Obama, before he left, he signed uh, a Christmas bill making alternative media illegal. Uh, this bill will criminalize, criminalize fake news propaganda on the web, a key piece of legislation meant to crack down on free speech and independent media. In layman's terms, the act will allow the government to crack down with impunity against any media outlet it deems is propaganda. Uh, the next piece of legislation will provide substantial amounts of money to fund counter-propaganda to make sure the government's approved stories drown out alternative media and journalists who question the status quo. There you go. Isn't that great? There's your hope, everybody. (laughs) Oh, what a cunt. Oh, what a cunt. Oh, what a cunt. Oh, what a cunt. (laughs) Now, to close this episode, I have a very cool little song to play that is aptly titled Library of Alexandria from the album Conspira Sounds by Galactic Federation of Love. Go to galacticfederationoflove.bandcamp.com to check out more of their music. Now, have a great Sunday or a great day or night, depending on when in time you are listening to this. And don't forget to drop by in a week. Take it easy. Freedom is in the mind.
burning down to the ground.